Welcome to another Massey Bros podcast. Um, if you don't know, that's who we are. You've probably clicked on this, says couple of lattes, that's the name of our podcast, but we are Massey Bros. You're talking to Jacques today, or listening to Jacques, more like it. Um, in today's topic, it's going to be a deep one, um, but we're going to cover it because I know a lot of people out there feel the same way. So let's talk about depression. <laughs> I'm going to start with a little bit of a story of my own. Uh, roughly two years ago now, I was at the lowest of lows, rock bottom. Uh, we've probably all felt our own different versions of rock bottom, but for me, this was it. Uh, I'd come to the age of, or I'd reached the age of 27. Um, <clears throat> I'd been spending the better part of my 20s doing things selfishly, the things that I wanted to do, not caring too much about how I affected other people around me. Um, and uh, after a rough year of, you know, feeling, uh, not really, I guess feeling sorry for myself um, and feeling as if I wasn't getting what I wanted and feeling really entitled and not really being grateful for what I had, I mean, first of all, I was living in an amazing ski town, snowboarding every single day, doing what I loved. And yet I struggled to feel any sort of gratitude towards my lifestyle. <coughs> Regardless, we'll get to the point. Uh, at the culmination of those incredible years, now that I look back on them, they were incredible years. Uh, I had come to Melbourne with my ex-girlfriend, then girlfriend at the time, and she dumped me. Um... And after a very long, drawn-out descent towards deep depression, uh, that moment really triggered everything. So let me cover a little bit of a story that I write in the blog, How Depression Changed My Life, Six Life Lessons Depression Has Taught Me. You can find that at MasseyBros.com if you do want to read it. I was higher. It had been over 72 hours since I had last slept, and my brain could be likened to a two-week-old container of raw fish. Graphic, I know. Yeah, you know the one. That container that you know you need to take out of the fridge, but you are too scared to open the lid and see slash smell what's inside. I edged my way closer to the balcony railing and began to lean over as I stared down at 20 stories of freefall. For the first time in my life, I considered ending a life. My life. I took one deep breath and made my peace with the world. But deep within the rotting, grey, fishy soup that I was calling my brain, a voice sparked to life. It was hard to hear at first in my drug-fueled state, but the voice grew until it took command of my entire being. What the fuck are you doing, you selfish bastard? Harsh, but fair. So I took one step back collected my clothing from the living room, and never looked back. So at that point I'd been battling depression for several years, Um, but for me I hadn't really identified that I was actually going through depression, and I was so stubborn, my ego so strong that I didn't want to talk to anyone about it. Um, But now that I can look back at who I was and realise that talking and um, being open about how you're feeling is... It's completely normal, completely natural, and really uh, quite empowering. 
Uh, now that I can look back on that, I want to share a few things that I learned from my experience with depression. Um, things that depression taught me. So number one is to love yourself. Uh, and that's a tough one for most. A lot of us are you know, able to say in conversation jokingly that, yeah, I love myself and I'm amazing and I'm awesome and I'm the shit and we act like it. And when it comes down to it, if we stand and just stare in the mirror and try to tell ourselves that we love ourselves, it's hard. Go, try it now. Let me know how it goes. You know, Leave a comment in the podcast or leave a comment on our Instagram. Um, let me know if it's easy for you to look in a mirror and tell you, yourself that you love yourself. Um, I know it's cliche, but in order to love anyone, and in order to be a great part of anyone's life, including your own, you need to first fall deeply, deeply in love with yourself. Depression taught me that. Number two for me was to tell the world my weaknesses. Um, this is something I really struggled with actually the past couple of years, just coming to terms with the fact that I am completely and utterly vulnerable all of us are we're humans we live we die we hurt we cut we moan we groan that's life um, but it's really hard for us as adults to admit our weaknesses to be able to tell the world yeah i am vulnerable and yes i do need help in these areas um, i find especially for men this becomes an issue and a lot of it is to do with our egos um we're kind of grown up and educated to think that men are meant to be the ones who, you know, take the hits, who do the hunting, do the gathering, um, do the hard yards, but never really talk about their feelings or um, share uh, any sort of vulnerabilities with the world. That's not to say that this is a challenge for women as well. If there is uh, female listeners out there, I'm sure there's plenty of issues with sharing your weaknesses um, amongst your friends and amongst other men especially um, but in general I find that uh, women tend to be a lot better at sharing their feelings than guys so this is probably a more important lesson for you guys tell the world your weaknesses don't be afraid to be vulnerable you actually find that more people look up to you and respect you for doing just that Number three is, it's kind of applicable to daily life actually, um, it's worrying. So why worry? Um, I spent so much of my time over those uh, years in depression worrying about just bullshit, just absolutely mundane, meaningless things um, that when I look back on just just don't mean anything. You know, worrying if, uh, if my girlfriend was out, whether she was hooking up with another guy or Worrying if I wasn't at a party that I was missing out or worrying that if I didn't reply to that email or that message straight away, someone would look down at me differently or um, be angry with me. <clears throat> when really none of those things were true. It was just a trick that my own brain was playing on me, feeding and fueling my depression. I would look back at the mistakes I'd done and linger on them, worrying. That led to depression. I would think of the future um, what I had to do days away from when it was actually happening and I begin to worry that would lead to anxiety so I'm going to leave you with a quick little mantra um, sourced from the teachings of Gal Gapal Pratu, Prahu, Prabhu <laughs> sorry if I said that wrong it's very hard to pronounce your name um, but he's an incredibly wise man let me try it again Gal Gapal Prabhu so he said 
Do you have a problem in your life? If your answer is no, then why worry? Do you have a problem in your life? If your answer is yes, ask yourself, can you do something about it? If the answer is yes, then why worry? Just do it. Do you have a problem in your life? If the answer is yes, ask yourself, can you do something about it? If the answer is no, then why worry? Number three, why worry? The fourth lesson I learned is to be empathetic and not sympathetic. Um, so a lot of people don't realize the difference between empathy and sympathy. Um, when I was depressed, uh, a lot of people that I deemed as friends, who I look back on now as more so acquaintances, would uh, would show me sympathy. You know, say that it's okay and oh, what I've done is fine and there would never really be any solutions. It would kind of be a downward spiral into just talking about the problem and then them saying, yeah, that is an issue. And it would just it would just be really negative conversation. Um, and although they were showing me sympathy and they probably thought they were doing the right thing, it was just fueling my depression, my anger, my hatred more and more. So to clarify a little bit, empathy is to put yourself in the shoes of others and to understand the root cause of their problems. Whereas sympathy is to show compassion, sorrow, and pity towards a person's hardships. For me personally, when I was suffering through depression, uh, having someone showing compassion, sorrow, and pity towards my hardships did nothing for me in the long term. It just me made me believe that uh, feeling sorry for myself and not working on myself was okay. Whereas when I finally did find people who were empathetic to the situation, who could see what I was going through and would give me legitimate uh, advice and tips, which would often at the time burn or hurt when I would hear the truth. In the long term, that's what truly helped me, is empathetic people, not sympathetic. Remember, sympathy is only a temporary fix. Empathy is the long game. Number five for me was uh, contribution and growth will give you purpose. So during the first sort of seven years of my 20s, uh, I consider my, considered myself relatively selfish. Um, everything I did really, although I may have hidden it under agendas for others, was for myself. I traveled for myself. I lived in ski towns for myself. I went on cocaine benders for myself. Uh, you know, I fucked around and cheated on my girlfriend for myself. Um, yeah, it was never really, I never really had anyone else's uh, sort of, anyone else's sort of feelings or um, desires or purposes in mind. It was always about myself. Um, so during my, my, my worst years in depression, I discovered contribution and growth. And realize that um, giving is the secret to living. So actually contributing something and trying to grow others uh, gave me a sense of purpose. And gave me in turn um, contribution from others and gave me personal growth. Um, I grew as a human being. I grew in the industry I work in. I uh, grew in my skills. I grew more into my purpose. Um, so by, by giving and sharing honestly and caring about others and trying to grow and contribute to others, uh, the universe saw that 
and ever since that point in time I've felt myself growing and being contributed towards by others not because I ask but um, because the more I do the more others want to give to me as well if that makes sense um, but most of all um, contributing towards others towards things towards uh, ideas bigger than myself and attempting to grow those things truly gave me a sense of purpose which when you're suffering through depression is uh, in my eyes essential to have a sort of purpose to pull your way out of that hole uh, and the last one for me was to tr choose gratitude and not attitude I'm pretty proud of that little title <laughs> um, so gratitude uh, I liken it in the blog to this quote Gratitude is like Red Bull after a gram of cocaine, except better. Uh, gratitude gives you this crazy kind of level of energy and happiness that nothing else really does. Um, most people you meet in life and most places you go, one thing is sort of in common, and that's complacency. Everyone just wants, sorry, not complacency, complaints. Everyone just wants to complain about their issues, their problems what's negative in their life, what's terrible in their life. Um, and it's almost like a battle to see who has the worst situation. But really, if you're listening to this, chances are you're in a relatively developed country. You have a roof over your head. You have food in your belly. You have family around you. You have drinking water. You have a job. All things that are so easy to just forget about and turn towards problems and complaints. So for me, the moment I choose, chose to start truly appreciating what I had, uh, this crazy kind of energy came over me, and it fueled my purpose even more, fueled my growth even more, fueled my desire to contribute even more. Um, so every every sort of every day, actually, I'll sit down by myself and just list out every th tiny little thing that I'm grateful for, from my job to the sheets on my bed to the book that I'm reading to the water that I'm drinking. To the view that I have and that truly helped pull me away from that negative space that so many fall into and that's it um, the last thing I'll leave you with um, when it comes to depression and if you are out there suffering from depression um, my thoughts are with you try these six tips but remember the most important thing for you is to take total responsibility for your situation because no one else will. Regardless of what ailments you have and what limitations have been placed upon you, it is your responsibility to make the most of the life you have. For starters, you rolled the dice and you're alive. That in itself is reason to celebrate. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Um, tune in to more. That's a couple of lattes. And if you do want to read any of our blogs, massybros.com. Um, or if you just want to catch up with us on Instagram, you can find us at Massey, M-A-S-S-I-E underscore bros. Um, and we'll see you next week.